Welcome to This Marketing Show, hosted by award-winning B2B sales performance coach Rick Lambert, who has been selected by many of the world's most recognized companies to help them market and sell to win. Let's join Rick now. Hello, welcome to This Marketing Show. You know, a lot of you, if you've ever written an executive bio, you know... <laughs> It's not an easy project. And I've got the perfect person today on this marketing show to share with you how to do it, why to do it, and where to use it. I've got Susan Regeer on today. She's an in-demand copywriter and brand storyteller. One of my favorites, by the way, if you're looking for someone to write something. Susan, thanks for joining me today. Thank you so much, Rick, for having me. This is great. Love well, talking always, about this. Yes. Well, I always enjoy your insights. I follow you on LinkedIn. I think you're, uh, you know, you're, you're humorous, you're insightful, uh, creative. And sometimes I think we got to be creative at times with our executive bio. So, you know, as we look at our web analytics each month, Susan, the leadership pages on websites, believe it or not, see tremendous uh, volume. And I think it's because people are looking for jobs and maybe they want to assess the leadership of the company. And often the bios of the leaders are just not good enough. That's right. They, they, they've got to stand out in their industry. That's how their differentiating point is to... Um, showcase their amazing expertise and why they're different and why they're perfect for the job in a short bio, in a few words. And that is difficult. So I understand why people get caught up on that. Well, you know, you, you mentioned short, which uh, is a common theme. I know and what I try and preach as well. It's not always easy because, hey, if we're writing our own bio, we could go on and on about ourselves. And I think you know, it's that fine mix. Uh, I'm interested in your thoughts between, you know, tooting our own horn just enough, but quick enough that it's meaningful to the to the party looking at us. So, hey, let's talk about maybe first, who do you think needs an executive bio? Because I, I, you know, I think your opinion is it's not just the executive. That's right. If you're in business, you need a bio. So that means whether uh, or if you're in sales, you need a bio. So if you're an entrepreneur, you're in sales. If you are an insurance agent, um, an ex any executive who's looking for maybe a new position, um, anybody who is connecting with somebody else, business to business, then they really need to have a clear bio that shows their expertise. That is important. Um, and, and I like what you just said about tooting your horn. I've had so many people say, well, I don't want to toot my own horn, but if you don't do it, who's going to, um, you know, you, it, you know, that you're the right person. You can help somebody else. You can sell them the best product. You can't say that because that's a cliche that we don't want to use. But if you're not telling them why you are important, they're going to go to somebody else who does say it, but may not, you know, walk the talk in behind the scenes. So you're doing your customers a disservice. So you've really got to show your expertise. So don't hold back. Um, and just be clear on, on why you are different from everybody else. So great point. So we're going to talk here uh, in a moment about how to write an executive bio. But I think our, our, your initial point there, I don't think enough salespeople, which is a large audience I work with, have their own bio. And, you know, you made me think there, how many times, you know, we, we preach, hey, you're not just buying the product or service, you're getting me or our team with the product or service. And so technically, you know, your support people could use a, a bio as well. But I, I would argue very few salespeople that have any type of bio in their proposals. Uh, I'm talking beyond their LinkedIn profile here, but something that showcases like why you should let select them in addition to, you know, their offering. But anyway, let's talk about how to write a bio. Like what would you suggest you've written, 
a bazillion of them, seeing the good ones, seeing the car crashes. Uh, you know, what are your tips there? Well, first of all, you got to share your story. It's all about storytelling so that you can build that relationship. But in that first paragraph, we don't want to know how you grew up in the first paragraph. We want to know your expertise. So what is it about you um, that can serve your customer? Why you? And that has to be fairly clear. If you've got, um, if say you've written a book, maybe you've won a major award in your industry, that has to be showcased in that opening paragraph immediately. And then you can share how you got to where you are or something that really outlines the difference it is with you. I even had one client and she was in, um, she was in a financial sales. She decided to talk about her story on walking into a cheese shop in France and ordering cheese out of season and was laughed, humiliated and thrown out of the store. Basically Mm -hmm. we shared that story, which sounds crazy. She got clients because of it because it fit who her ideal client was and they actually got her. It attracted them. So it's that building that commonality, just like in networking, you know, it takes time to find that relationship, what, what you have in common in your bio, you're putting it out there so that they can see it right away. Well, you know, uh, I, I think people tend to be reluctant sometimes to share things that, you know, may not be where they went to school, the former positions, you know, Rick Lambert is the former vice president of sales of this company and led this organization. Like I'm, I'm with you a thousand percent on the readers really got a big sign on their foreheads is like, why should I care? <laughs> like what's in it for me? So, and they don't want those boring details. It's not a resume. So if there's something in your background that um, the schools that you went to, or maybe different awards, you've received several awards, they should be in bulleted points at the end, and they should not interfere or slow down the reader when they're looking at the story. So, uh, and here's a a way to think about it too. Your bio on your website, uh, that leadership page, it usually is written in the third person. That's what we recommend because it's written about you. That also helps for the person writing it to think that They're not just sharing all this, but somebody's talking about you and it gives it more credibility, but we want to have a fast paced short story. Now it depends on if you've got, uh, you know, 10 different people, salespeople on that leadership page, you might want to have a one paragraph bio. So maybe a hundred words, impactful words that shows personality and expertise. That's a what trick. would be impact? What would be impactful words, like an example that would show? Because you're already framing it in now at 100 words, and I think a lot of people think they're like hundreds of words. So I think you know, yes, no. Short, if stupid. it's a paragraph, it's yeah. about 100 words is good. If it's a full bio for an entrepreneur, it could be about 400 words, or for mm-hmm. the full executive. Mm-hmm. But impactful words meaning that they're not full of fluff. They actually give detail on the why you, they make you stand apart from everybody else. And that means you've got to dig into the personality. Some brands really want to show a quirky side. So instead of saying customer service rep as a title, you could be um, the service warrior or if you're a graphic designer, you could be a creative genius. Just those two words, instead of saying graphic designer, creative genius, that's already showing 
a twist in the brand and in you in how you're looking at yourself. So they have to be impactful words to describe the individual and be true, obviously, Mm -hmm. but it also showcases the brand and the personality as well. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, if I read a hundred bios, you're so right. I think, you know, you, you know, I'll use my own one. I had, I got upgrade after this program, but anyway, you know, Rick Lambert is a sales performance coach that was a vice president of sales. I, I think, you know, the personal branding's coming in there with the spirit of the words you use that, 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 that tweak interest. Cause I think that's, you know, people are into the shock and awe era, positive, uh, you know, vibe today and attracts people. Hey, so, okay. So keep it short, hundred words. Uh, if you're, let's say a sales person, or maybe you're using that because the, the one thing about, um, uh, executive bios is they're used in so many different places, right? Website might be a little longer form. Then you might have, uh, maybe someone wrote an article in a magazine. You need to keep it down. I know when I write articles, you know, no Rick, no more than X amount of characters. Um, and then you've got introductions, which would be an executive bio, maybe when someone speaks. So, yeah, you know, how to write one may shift, I guess, according to the purpose, right? Well, it's, exactly. And so when I, for my clients, usually we do about a, the longer version, the 400 word article or bio that goes on their website. So this could be for the, the owner of the company or the head salesperson so that they are longer. Some well, realtors might want to have that longer version on their own website anyway. Mm-hmm. But then we can pull from that. And once you have that first one done, it's great because you pull from that pull what's needed for the opportunity where you present it. So if you're going to be um, writing a blog and you have your little mini bio, we call it the resource box at the end. Mm -hmm. That one has a call to action. And that's usually to go to your website, maybe download your freebie. You do not have a call to action in your bio on your website. It is your story. You're not selling there. Mm -hmm. Too many people will turn it into a sales pitch. And that's not what you want. You just want to give information about the person. Mm -hmm. If you're speaking at an event, and I've had um, some people say, well, you know, just let me send me your bio and I'll introduce you with that. Yeah. You realize reading a 400 word um, bio could take like four or five minutes. (laughs) There goes part of the speaker's time. And if there is a story that you want to tell from the stage, something that happened to you, you want to make sure that they don't talk about that. So it, it doesn't lose your impact or change up anything that you're going to be saying. So you want to have two or three sentences for an introduction. You don't need a long introduction because the speaker is the main event. So this definitely the article, the bios can be used in so many different ways, but you can, once you've got the one written, you can pull from it. And just as a reminder, save every bio version you've, you've written because you're going to have to go back and use them somewhere else. You might be submitting a bio for the Chamber of Commerce website or for some other networking group that you belong to. You want a little one there and you want to have it showcased. Again, it'll be different than your, your home, your about page on your website. Mm -hmm. You just have to tweak it for whatever way you're doing it. You know, I know it's off topic, but when you're speaking, you're making me think about the almost the about us, which is the bio of the company should follow a similar spirit. And you should have a short hundred word one um, and not say the same thing everybody else does, you know, as a, as a, like you said, a web designer, they're more of, a, I forget your more creative term, but um, uh, yes. Yes. So what about. Um, and sorry, that bio yeah. for the, the, uh, the company 
it can't be filled with cliches. We're offering the best service. You know, we offer the best widgets. Yeah. It has to tell the story about why you are different. Um, and it, you really have to dig down and that can be difficult. Usually when I work with my clients, I give them 10 questions to, to answer and they send it back. It takes them a while to do it. And then when I look at their answers, I can see immediately what's missing. And then we have that conversation to pull all those details out. It's a fun exercise. Um, and even it might take them, you know, an hour to do that, mm -hmm. but we come up with a really good piece, even if it's a hundred words, um, hundred words to 400 words, but. Cool. You know, I, 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 I asked you to speak on today's topic because again, the website traffic we're seeing, and we're looking at well over a hundred websites, the leadership pages continually get a lot of traffic and, uh, you know, I agree with you. A lot of the profiles have a lot of cliches, you know, a sales oh. leader, overachiever, all this kind of stuff. Um, when would you speak to, let me ask you this, in first person versus third person, meaning, you know, I am uh, versus, you know, Rick Lambert is, uh, you know. Yeah. So typically any um, bio that I write for a website is third person because it's more believable. And that's the only part on the website that would be written in that way. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're writing on LinkedIn, for example, for your bio there, that one's different. And that needs to be transferred into the first person where you're really sharing. Um, it, it's different because they're taught they're they're on your, your page. So it represents you. So you're speaking directly to anybody who has come there still has to be impactful and have that, that leading statement that really captures attention. You have to have a great headline that showcases what you do um, and how and why somebody would care. And, but the difference is in the LinkedIn about section you will have a call to action there. You're going to show your specialties. So it's written in a little bit different way, um, still shares your story and it's impactful, but this one has a call to action because it's, it's LinkedIn. It's a, mm -hmm. it's what you do, but it's not reading like a boring resume by any means. Boring resumes are gone, long gone. Well, you know, thank you for saying that. I agree. You know, we suggest with our clients anyway, on their LinkedIn, like, a, 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 the use of bullets a lot as opposed to, yeah. you know, paragraphs. I don't know how you feel about that. Great. Cause everything should be able to be skimmed, easily skimmed. White mm. space is you want a lot of white space. White, your friend. White we space say white, is king. We it's, say white space is your friend is what we say in, in our design yeah. strategies. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really is. So if you can have something that can be easily skimmed, bullets are great. Mm. Your paragraph should be one to two sentences. You don't want a thick paragraph like that because nobody's going to read it. They're going to go right over that. Whereas if you break it up into a couple of uh, sentences each and make two shorter ones, it's more apt to get written, mm -hmm. read. So everything you learned in school about really how to, to, to write, mm -hmm. you can kind of throw a lot of that out because mm -hmm. this is marketing. So it's yeah. a little different. It is marketing and it's, it's very marketing. different. So you're marketing uh, you, you're marketing you. Well, and a lot of people, I think, have a difficult time, to be honest, converting themselves in their mind into a product. And that's the challenge. And, and, and you wouldn't walk a product there with the same feature set as every other product in that category. And I think you're suggesting, you know, step it up a notch and separate yourself with, you know, with, again, I like your example of you're not a web designer, you're a creative genius or whatever you said earlier. So folks, if you're watching right now, and you've written an executive bio, or at some point you're asked to write a bio for somebody writing your own bio, 
my takeaways anyway from today, Susan, would be keep it short. Start with a hundred word, which always is harder to write something shorter than longer. I find expand from that. Don't call yourself what everybody else would call you. Um, and, uh, Think about how you could use it in uh, different areas. Uh, your, your story about, you know, as a speaker, often, you know, people ask me for how do we want you to introduce, how do we want to in, you to be introduced? And I'll send them a link to whatever. Sometimes I'll give them a script because so many times they picked the wrong things out of my bio and uh, we won't get into that. But um, and then how to shift from third person on your website to first person on LinkedIn, uh, I think are great takeaways. Thanks. One other thing um, just wanted to share when you're networking, you know, uh, sometimes if it's a large crowd, you only get to say your name and what you do. I remember being at a networking event and one person said, um, you know, said the name and said, I'm a bookkeeper. The next person said their name and kind of laughed and said, they're a bookkeeper. There was like four in a row. Yeah. And you know what? I don't remember anything about them other than they lost an opportunity to really state what they did. So when I worked with one of those bookkeepers, we actually discovered, we called him a money finder because he was able to help people who were afraid to submit their taxes. They were, I think mainly farmers, but who were afraid to find, submit their taxes because they owed so much money, but he actually got them refunds all the time. So we've called him the money finder. So he's at a networking event and says he's the money finder. You're going to remember him and not the, the bookkeeper. And you're going to also open up an opportunity to, for somebody to come up to you and talk about you. So that's why being creative is good. And you know, what's easy to you in terms of being creative is not always easy to common folk. And that's why, you know, I've gone to you for some writing projects, uh, my personal book that's still in the works. I know you're kicking my butt, get it out there. Um, but uh, anyway, Susan, I thought your last point you just made, there's another classic example. We're always asked, you know, go around on a Zoom call or in a, a meeting um, and people do, they do, they say exactly what they do as opposed to tweak it up a bit. And uh, that's the difference between, I think the great ones and the ones that, you know, for whatever reason don't reach their potential. So, um, hey, anything else you want to add around executive bios before we... Uh, um, just have a great photo that goes with it. Not your standard, um, you know, headshot. Again, you want to show personality, get, make, get a photographer, uh, a professional photographer to take your shots. Um, you know, and if you if you talk about your dogs, have your dogs in it, or you talk about your kids in your bio, you might want to have one because you never know who that's going to attract. Well, I, I, you know, if there's anything you, you're saying in Vault today, it's we need to figure out a way to sell ourselves away from sameness. Exactly. And I remember a gentleman told me that a long time ago. And uh, if you can sell away from sameness, whether it's your executive bio, whatever you do, I think you'll be selling your marketing to win. Hey, thanks so much for uh, your help with uh, me personally, our team, and obviously our Smarketing Show viewers today, Susan. I always enjoy speaking with you. Thanks very much for joining us today, folks, on the Smarketing Show. Hopefully your executive bio looks better after you put Susan's ideas to work. Thanks for joining us, Susan. All right, thank you. Thanks for joining us for this episode of The Smarketing Show. If you enjoyed today's show, please like, share, and subscribe to get the latest B2B insights to help you market and sell to win.